Welcome to Dailyish Fit Tips. I'm Molly, and I'm a personal trainer, fitness instructor, and sports nutritionist. This podcast is designed to motivate, educate, and cut through the BS. So whether you're a gym rat or if you're new to fitness, I'm sure you could benefit. Thanks for listening, and let's get after it. So hey, um, welcome back. It's been over a year. <laughs> so you'll notice a few changes. Number one, this is my podcast now. I'm doing it solo, um, which is okay. A lot has changed. A little bit too much to explain, but I'll sum it up as basically number one, this is now a solo podcast. Number two, um, I went through a lot in a year, but I will save you the gruesome details. <laughs> um, got some tonsil surgery, that was fun. Went through a lot of drama, just like we all do. I'm almost done with my college education, so that's exciting. Um, went through a couple of jobs. Yeah, that's that's enough details. So that's, that's you catching up with me. Um, so let's get into the podcast today. So today's topic is preventative strategies to living a healthy lifestyle. So a lot of people wait until they're injured to start stretching something. They're like, oh shit, I strained my hamstring. Now I have to do all these stretches. It's like, no, if your hamstring was mobile in the first place, you might not have strained that hamstring and you would probably be less prone to injury. Let's get started with a list of things that we can do to be preventative instead of treating all of our terrible body problems. Number one, start those healthy habits while you're young. One thing that people don't understand is that fat is accumulation. Basically, some people think like fat comes on, fat comes off, um, and it just kind of like it disappears (laughs) once you are starting to work out again. Over time, you create more fat cells. So you gain weight, you got another fat cell, and those fat cells can grow. That's how you appear more fluffy and soft. When you work out and you lose fat, those fat cells get smaller, which is great, but they don't go away. So if you ever seen loose skin, that's a whole bunch of cells that you created by making your body larger. They don't go away. They can get smaller, and that's when you have loose skin, But once those fat cells are there, they don't really go away without surgery. By creating healthy habits when you're young, you're less likely to start that accumulation of extra fat cells and you're able to maintain a more healthy body weight. So really quick, there is some discrepancies about like all bodies are healthy bodies, um, health at every size. I do believe that you can be a healthy person in a larger body. However... Obesity is linked to a whole bunch of really bad diseases like metabolic syndrome, like diabetes. Carrying a lot of weight on your joints makes you more prone to injury. There are a lot of things that obesity causes that we just can't ignore. While there is health at every size, you can be a healthy person in a larger body. There's lots of research suggesting that obesity is linked to a lot of diseases, and I don't think it's worth ignoring that. So yeah, starting healthy habits. So where, where do I start? What are these healthy habits you're talking about? I'm talking about making cooking and preparing your own food your default. A lot of people have their default as fast food or picking up something from the grocery store or just snacking. Making preparing your own whole food 
yourself your default. So instead of grabbing a bar, instead of getting fast food, make it, oh, I'm just going to make chicken and rice tonight because that's my default. Instead of, oh, I'm just going to run to Wendy's because I usually do that anyway. I, I don't have time. Cooking is like this thing that I do on special occasions. No, have going out to eat something you do on special occasions instead. I'm sorry I sound like a smoker. I'm just really tired. <laughs> but a lot of people start these habits where they go out for drinks after work and then if they don't go out for drinks after work, they'll come home and have a beer. Maybe, while I'm not expecting you to become a yoga instructor and drink green tea all the time, just maybe switching that to like a fizzy water and just make a different habit because the thing we start to do when we're young, we'll find comfort in that because... Unfortunately, life just keeps getting harder. And I'm not saying that you can't find joy in the future. Obviously, that's not what I'm saying. But over time, you collect more responsibilities and it just keeps going until you retire. And even then, you're still responsible for a lot of things. Whatever you start in your childhood and your young adulthood will become comfort for you in your future. So if you find comfort in coming home and having a beer or going out with your friends, that's going to be the thing that makes you happy in your future. So if you come home and immediately like take a shower, a warm bath, or essentially make those habits work for you instead of against you so that you have a healthier adulthood already. The next one is pretty obvious. You have to incorporate stretching and mobility training into your normal workout regimen. How many of you meatheads go into the gym, lift really heavy, feel all cool, and then just walk out of the gym? Most of you. And I've been guilty of it too, but I was a dancer, so stretching has been a part of my life, so it's my comfort default. Nice little way to relate to the other one. Here's my prescription for the general population. 10 to 30 seconds each stretch. You're going to do that stretch two to three times. You're going to go all over your body. You're going to stretch each one of your muscles. And then you're going to do that session two to three times a week or once a week if you're just getting started. Be patient with yourself. Two to three times a week is not going to work for everybody. And then for mobility training, you're going to do two 30-minute sessions a week focusing on your joints. So you're going to do rehabilitation exercises around your ankle joints, around your knee joints, your hips, your shoulders, even your elbows. Some people get like tennis elbow and stuff, and I'm starting to get that because I'm a cook. So I'm like mixing things and chopping things, and my elbows hurt. Also, focus on your wrists and your neck. The next one is something we're all hesitant to do, but make sure you're in the right crowd. Surround yourself with people that support you so you don't get worse together. <laughs> so if someone wants to be unhealthy, okay, but if they get mad when you're healthy, what, what, what kind of friend is that? I can't, I can't stand when people just literally want the worst for you because they feel bad about themselves. I had friends like that and we don't talk anymore. <laughs> we don't, we don't talk. I got my family. We're healthy together. I love it. I'm having a good time. So ultimately, if your friends want you to get worse with them, ditch them. I mean, you can always have that friend. Oh, well, I love them for who they are and they're never going to change. I just love them. They're my insert name. Okay, but don't have them over all the time for dinner and have them bring KFC. Like, be healthy together or love them separately. Next. We got stop with the diet talk. Are you kidding me? Change your language. The way that you talk about food and exercise will determine your relationship with food and exercise. A lot of times when I talk about diet on the podcast, on my Instagram, in person, 
I'm just talking about what goes into your mouth hole. Like, what are you eating? It's not about, like, what prescription are you following from some health guru. It's literally, what are you putting into your face hole and how is it making you feel? Like, that is your diet. My diet right now is whatever I want, but with gentle nutrition. Say I want something fried, I will air fry it just because that's gentle nutrition. I want something fried, I'm having something fried, but it's with less oil and it's not from a fast food company, so I know what's in it. If I'm hungry for dessert and I want chocolate, I'm gonna have some chocolate, but I'm gonna pair it with something else that makes me feel good. Like I'll have peanut butter chocolate banana bites. Like it's healthy and I'm getting exactly what I want. So instead of saying, oh my god, I'm eating chocolate, this is so bad, I'm gonna have to go on a diet tomorrow, be like, ooh, chocolate, this is great, I'm gonna have some with this banana because it tastes great. See how non-toxic that was? That's like the tear-free shampoo right there. If you're like, oh my god, I gotta go to the gym, but I just don't know what to do, like, I feel so embarrassed there, that's exactly how you're gonna feel when you go to the gym. If you're instead like, yo, the gym is so cool because everyone just stares at themselves in the mirror and they're just so focused on themselves that they don't even notice me. Like, the one thing that you need to know about the gym if you're new, nobody cares. Like, there's, there's of course, going to be, like, a group of middle school guys or a group of high school girls that are judging people because they're insecure. Or there's, like, that meathead that's got a chip on his shoulder. And besides that, <laughs> most of it is just, like, your working moms, your working dads, your college athletes. We're all just trying to get better. Like... It's not about you. I'm sorry. It's not about you. And the next one is do not yo-yo. We are all a fan of the Weight Watcher moms. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you guys out, but you go on Weight Watchers and you love it and you're like, yeah, it's working. I'm losing weight. And then all of a sudden you're not on Weight Watchers and then you're like, oh no, I'm gaining weight and I'm sad. And then you go back on Weight Watchers and you're like, yeah, I'm losing weight. Same thing with keto. You go on keto and you lose all your water weight. You see all those instant results. You're like, yeah, I'm losing weight. And then all of a sudden you eat a single carb and you gain all of your water weight back. And you're like, oh no, I'm never going to lose weight. Stop. So instead of yo-yoing, what we can do is again, build those healthy habits that make our healthy lives our normal lives. A lot of people's normal lives are not very healthy, and then they see healthy lives as like this big old change. Like all of a sudden, we're waking up at 5 a.m., we're drinking only water, we do not drink anymore, we can't go out with our friends, we don't eat meat, we don't, or we don't eat carbs. It's like, bro, what are you doing? Like, why can't you just make this part of your life instead of like this whole project? <laughs> it's overwhelming when you make it a project to be a healthy human being. If instead you start using one less tablespoon of cream in your morning coffee for a week, and then next week you try, you try to wake up maybe 30 minutes earlier, walk around your block one time, and then have your coffee with two tablespoons less of creamer and maybe one teaspoon less of sugar, and then in another three weeks you walk into the gym, and then you pick up a dumbbell, and then you leave. And you do that for like three days in a week. And then the next week, you try to pick up the dumbbell and then lift it over your head. Put it back. Leave. See, this is what I'm talking about. Slow. Slow your roll. Don't make it a project to be a healthy person. Make it happen over time. If you're really brand new to being a healthy person, do things one thing at a time. 
If you're not so new to being a healthy person and this is your lifestyle, awesome, keep going. You don't need to be addicted to being the most healthy version of yourself to be a healthy person. You can just do things the way they feel good to you and you're still a healthy person. I promise it's going to be okay. You can have cake sometimes and still be a healthy person. And the last one relates to the one that I was just talking about. It's find a way of eating and working out that honors both your wants and your needs. If you do need to go out for lunch because you're a busy working mom that doesn't have more than 10 minutes and you can't even pee by yourself, I understand. Just maybe find a meal that works for you instead of Wendy's all the time. You can get Wendy's maybe once a month if you love it. Like, I've been wanting fast food for a while and I haven't been getting it, so like, I want it more. And it's not like I've been depriving myself, it's just that I don't feel like going to Wendy's. Like, I don't know, I just don't do it. So, it's like not part of any of my habits or my routines, so it would be like me going out of the way, you know what I mean? But yeah, I've been wanting it. Give yourself a little bit of what you want every day and all of what you need every day. I think that's enough tips for this episode. Why not? Um, Welcome back to the stupid podcast. I can't believe I let so much time pass, but if you had a, if, if my life was a movie in the past year, you would be like, oh yeah, I see why she didn't podcast for so long. But if you took the time to listen this far, first of all, I love ya. It means a whole lot. Um, follow me at dailyish underscore fit, the number four and the letter U on Instagram. And if you want to DM me all of your fitness questions, I'm always there to help out. Without further ado, that's enough of this episode. I hope you have an awesome day. Do one thing that makes you feel healthy today and let it be enough. Love ya. Have a good day.